They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net. Here once again with my good friend Ek2Fly, Eric Trambicki, Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo, Aaron Lloyd, hailing from Glasgow, Scotland. And sitting in on the show, good friend of the show, the butcher, Josh Aguina. Josh, great to have you here. Thanks for having me, buddy. It's been a long time in the making. <laughs> uh, have no pay per view to review or preview this week. Really? It's a rarity. Uh, really? Oh, I also forget. Did I mention that you were from Glasgow, Scotland this yes, week? I don't think I did. You okay. Did. Uh, we will also remind you that we will have a throwback madness, Survivor Series 2001, leading into Survivor Series week. So check that out. It should be available that Monday. Uh, like I said, no pay per view this week. It's kind of refreshing not to have that to worry about. But not a lot that's going on really means a whole lot right now because. There's no stakes in Survivor Series. It's just matches for matches' sake. Um, first thing I'll mention, because I think this might be a little more exciting to us than what's actually going on on Raw. Allegedly, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, we've talked about this before, has been named the head of the Performance Center. Is it permanent? I would assume so. He's supposedly moving his family from Texas to Orlando. Apparently his son wants to pursue graphic design, and mm-hmm. I guess he could go to full sale for that maybe. His daughter wants to be a veterinarian, and they were saying, you know, SeaWorld is down there. Maybe that'd be an avenue for her. So it looks like he's making the move to be the full-time head of the Performance Center. So to me, that tells me that things should be looking up in the not-so-distant future. I know we talked about it probably two months ago. We'd all be excited to see what he could do with the talent down there. Eck, you excited for this? Best in the world. <laughs> you know, they're making the best brand a little better than it already is. Yeah, man, that's got me awesome. Alo, your feelings? Yeah, I'm excited too because um, ever since Dusty's passing, you could tell NXT's actually actually been missing something. And this is the first time we kind of seen Shawn Michaels in this kind of role. So I'm hoping that he actually makes a smooth transition because we all know that the best re- the best players don't always aren't always the best coaches. Like you said, Correct. Magic Johnson <laughs> yeah. wasn't a good coach, and I forgot he was actually Lakers yeah. coach that one. Year. You wanted to forget? Yeah, I want to forget. It. As a Lakers fan, I want to forget. It. But um, hopefully it's a smooth transition, and he can actually get something out of these young guys and actually see him develop, help him develop some character. Agreed, Josh. I know you're a big NXT guy. <clears throat> yeah. What are your feelings on the idea of HBK going down there and running the show? I'm really excited, especially with the uh, the new additions, Roddy Strong, uh, Austin Aries, who will be coming back. Uh, I'm excited to see how he works with them. <laughs> uh, me too. I think it's going to be, could only be a good thing. There's no downside to this. I don't. Think. Yeah, I figure there's probably some of those old dogs that are, you know were, you know non WWE. Whether they've been in the business for ten years or not, they've probably been dreaming of the, <laughs> getting the to chan- work with him. <laughs> yeah, the chance to work with him. You know, they can't get a match with him, but it's going to be something just to pick his brain. Yeah, he also allegedly told Sasha Banks that she's his favorite wrestler, which I thought was interesting. Speaking, of, did you hear? Well, did you see the? Well, you probably heard. Um, did you hear the clip of Sasha Banks on the Sam Roberts podcast? I did not. Well, I don't like Sam Roberts, so I don't listen to his show. Okay. Well, it was just a clip. I didn't hear the whole thing. It was just um, 
Sasha Banks saying how Shootin'. Charlotte shooting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sasha Shooter Banks. How um Charlotte she's getting which she's getting everything she has because of her name recognition. And um how Charlotte didn't really want to embrace it and Charlotte and Sasha was like, Why you just embrace it, you know it, just just embrace it and Sasha was saying how 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 um she worked hard for everything she had. She didn't even tell people that Sue Dog's her cousin, but Charlotte gets her, gets ahead in company because her last name is Flair. Interesting. Now, did, did this seem like it came from some sort of bitterness, or I don't know because because I don't know because you see them all the time together. They always take pictures together, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's one of those just kind of friendly truths, and you don't make anything about it. But you know they're women, so it's not like. You you don't know how it goes, and plus Charlotte's a flair. We all know how right. flares are. Uh huh. We do. And yeah, she got the flare added to her name for a little while, then it got taken off, right? Now it's back on. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, she's she's not only a flare; she's also the best heel on the roster. She is a great, great yeah. heel. She. I will not argue with that. She may be the only woman. In the whole superstar of the year category for us at the end of the year. She might be. Now, so Josh just made mention of her. What a great heel she is. Best heel in the company. She came up as that she was being force-fed as a baby face that nobody was buying into. Not at all. She started to become a heel, and literally, week by week, like, you saw her. You, you obviously, we met uh, watching WrestleMania this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you could not have come away from that day knowing anything more about me than the fact of how much I love Sasha Banks. Yeah. So I was always, you know, Sasha was kind of the only one I cared about. Charlotte has made it where I can't, I can't deny how great she is, and I get as excited to see Charlotte come out as I do to see Sasha come out. Yeah. She's phenomenal. Her promos are great, and her work in the ring is so good that her character being great makes that even better. Uh, we heard rumors that she wanted to do a moonsault off the top of the cell. Don't know if that's true or not. I believe it. Flair said something. He said they took t- out two spots. Mm-hmm. They worried Sasha was going to get hurt. Do you think it was something Charlotte was going to do that would get Sasha hurt or something Sasha was going to try to do herself? Rumors are rumors. Um, I'm sure that Charlotte, they always want to go out and steal the show, so I'm sure she wanted to do that moonsault off the cage. Because <laughs> that's a spot that she does. She does the moonsault, and she always almost lands on her feet. Yeah. Yeah, I could have saw a moonsault through the table from the top rope through the table, but I don't know about from the top of the cell. That's crazy. And it's, it's not like... Yeah, I understand also, though, how many times... It, I mean, Charlotte's probably only been around a cell once, twice tops. So it's one of those things. She probably didn't realize how big that thing was till day of. So she even, probably was hyping that It's up. not even that, because a moonsault... It's not like an elbow drop or a splash. No, you're landing on your stomach. You're landing on your stomach, and then and also your face. you're coming off. The <laughs> yeah, other and you can miss. <laughs> yeah. You can easily miss. It's not like just fall on top of the cage. You can easily miss that moonsault. So I think it'll be maybe through the tape, maybe off the top rope through the table. But I don't, I don't believe that top of the cell thing for a moonsault. I no. was thinking maybe from like the middle of the cell. Yeah, she would do it. Yeah, she could have did that. But Sasha, they always want to go out and steal the show. So I believe that. Some stuff probably got cut from that match. I do too, and we talked about it on the show leading into it that we were—I I personally was afraid of what they might try to do in this match. Uh, so we talked about this at length for probably almost a half hour last week. You said that you—you you think they wanted to steal the show? They always want to do that. Do you think they did steal the show at Hell in a Cell? Uh, it was the best match on the show, but 
as far as a show stealer. So you wouldn't you can, put you it can up only there. Do so much on a show that's really not that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll fit right in with this show. Yeah. <laughs> so it was match of the night, but it was not a quote unquote show stealing or show stopping match. Exactly. One thing about that match on your axe last week. Uh-huh. Does this get match of the year consideration before we break down our last five? You mean from us? Yes. I think it gets considered, if only for. I, I would consider it, and uh, I, again, I'll probably be hated for it, but I would think it's, <laughs> I would think it's probably in the top. Which two. you like? It's the top two <laughs> women matches of the year. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, do we consider this in our group of matches before we cut it? Because we're going to cut it down to at least five matches for the for, for, for the end of the year. Too show. premature. I'm not trying to bust you. I would put it in the discussion for yes, I'm saying, the I, list. Yeah, I'm saying we, yeah, the, the list. list. I'm saying we have a group. We already have a lot of. We already have matches that are under consideration to be in that top five at the end of the year. Uh, I think uh, yeah, to be in consideration yeah. is definitely okay. there. Definitely there. So it's on the match of the year board is what we we're saying. Yeah, I, I'd consider it. I don't think it would get into the top five, but I just think the historical aspect of it, um, the level of the story that was being told, you know, the development of the two characters. I mean, it was it was the best feud going into that pay per view, and it wasn't even close. So I, I'd give it consideration. I don't know if it'd end up in the top five or six, uh, but it, it should be at least discussed. Okay. Um, so raw, Glasgow, Scotland, where you're hailing. You had a busy busy early week this week. You had Raw and SmackDown in your hometown. <sighs> Depressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, not a whole hell of a lot going on. We have the men's elimination match at Survivor Series, the five-on-five. Show opens with Stephanie introducing Owens, Jericho, Roman, Braun Strowman, and Seth freaking Rollins being announced as the fifth member of the team, which I think was pretty obvious. I love that they were all acting so shocked that he got picked, but like, who the hell else was it going to be? I love Owens saying, this guy? <laughs> it was either him or Sammy, stuff? right? Yeah. You saw this stuff? This and, guy? Yeah, and the way Sammy's been treated, I did not expect it to be Sammy. Um, can I just ask all three of you? One, what is at stake for this match? Because it seems like nothing. Bragging rights. And two, Zero. what is the deal? Why are they making such a big deal about team captains? Like, this is not like a third grade. Intramural basketball league or something like that. Why is the team captain so important? Because it's all about being the man. Yeah, that's just how it is. I mean, that's. Is it like, a, I feel like as grown ups, I don't know if we were doing something, I don't know if any one of us would be talking about which one is the captain of the team, that is, if that mattered. I just think it would be obvious it would be me. <laughs> I knew I mean, that was coming. <laughs> we're the captains. <laughs> yeah, the two of you are the captains. Co-captains. Co-captains. Me, it was, I, I found it so stupid that on both shows they just kept talking about who was the team captain. Yeah, I always found that stupid because when I got into wrestling, they were just teams. They, there was no captain, and then they started, well, this would be team Cena, team or, you know, team authority. Like, no, just have, just have the guys be individuals. Don't. Give them a t- have a team captain and label them. Yeah. Well, well to fast forward to SmackDown for eight seconds. So you're trying to just finish the show real early. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say AJ made a really good point. If you're the champion, you should be the you should be the team captain. Yeah, yeah, but it should still, be that way. Yeah, it should be that. You, you, well, you you'll if you're the champion, you're seen as the guy, but you don't gotta be labeled as a team captain. It should be. If, if it's Raw versus SmackDown and the champion is on each team, if there's a heavyweight champion, why should he not be the 
Listen, last week we all made we all made a gripe. <laughs> we made a gripe last week about how SmackDown's women's team, the team leader, isn't the number one contender or the champion. Well, the champion for or the leader for both men's teams should be the champion. Well, no brainer. Well, if you're going to be a leader, you should have your champion as the leader, but you don't have to specify a leader. We're going to automatically assume that the champion is the most relevant person that's on your team. But both of those champions are heels, so obviously they're going to do tactics. I can just relate cause as a natural born heel. So I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think the team captain thing is like totally early. unnecessary. It's but too early for SmackDown versus Raw stuff. It is. And because not to mention questions like this happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do have a listener question from friend of the show, Joe Lafferty. He has a comment and a question. Typical. Unfortunately, we're getting too much Daniel Bryan and Shane O'Mac now. I'm so bored with the weekly programming. This the match is more important than the main titles for each show. I believe that the champs should not be on the teams and defend the main titles in a separate match. Uh, so basically. Do either one of you agree with that? The other thing is, like, what's at stake? The, the, the MLB All-Star Game, for example, they're playing for home field advantage in the World Series. What is at stake in this match? So, Eck, you want to take this one first? I would love to, since it's a question from Joe Laff. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to, you know, agree to disagree on this. It's one of those kind of uh, back-and-forth things. I like the fact that if it was, like, just for bragging rights, there really is nothing on the line. This is Stephanie's ego versus Shane's ego. That's how it's proclaimed. You go back to Mania when Shane came back. Steph was mad he was there. He was there, and he was just happy to be there. Then once there was the draft, it was, okay, SmackDown's going to be better than Raw. Raw's going to be better than SmackDown. This is their first chance to say, obviously, my two-hour show is better than my sister's three-hour show. So I didn't mind it, and it should be champion versus champion. However... There's the thing running around. Isn't this going to be a four-hour show? Yeah. Unfortunately. So if it's a four-hour totally show. Totally necessary to give this four hours. <laughs> I mean, and at, a one-hour pre-show. As of right now, what do we have? A five, we have what? We, we have like five matches. So at that point, when you want to factor in that there's five matches and you got two full rosters, Joe Laff actually makes a pretty good point. If there's going to be four hours, five matches... Better off making it seven matches and having singles matches for those titles. But that's what I, I figured. You of all people would definitely want to see the titles defended on the pay per view. Because You're at very this, big on that. So I'll just I don't want to get into predictions this prematurely. I just look at it as of right now. We have the cruiserweight title, the intercontinental title. We have those titles on the line and nothing else. And I'm one of those guys. I look at it. I don't want to say a championship should change hand. Every every event, I just look at it like a big note to be level pay per views. They typically you don't see a, a championship change hand. I just look at it like the cruiserweight championship is staying on Raw because if it goes to SmackDown, the whole division is going to the two hour <laughs> show. So that's not going to happen. And the Intercontinental Championship is going to stay on SmackDown because that's the focal point. So you're looking at it like. You have two titles being defended. They're staying where they they belong. So it does make sense. If you're going to have this extra long show, you should have some more matches. Yeah. Josh, matches that mean something. Your thoughts. Should the champions be in the elimination matches or should the championships be defended? I think the only champion that shouldn't be in that elimination match is Roman Reigns. And he <laughs> should be defending the title against somebody from SmackDown. Good point. Because now... Obviously, the Intercontinental title is not going to go to Raw. Right. 
So, what's the point if, you know... So it would be believable that the U.S. title could switch shows and then the Intercontinental exactly. switches as well. But them only doing one, the one kind of telegraphs it. It's like, come on. Like Eric we said. We have to keep the, Roman that strong? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like Eric said, the Cruiserweight division isn't moving from Raw to SmackDown, so we kind of know that one's nah, not changing. No, they're moving to 205 Live yeah. after SmackDown. <laughs> Which is exactly what we need is more programming to watch every week. <laughs> Just a spoiler, this podcast may not be reviewing that. (laughs) Alo, your thoughts on this question? I think the champions, well, the the main champions should be in these tag team matches because how many times have we seen, even when they had that horrible bragging rights pay-per-view, even the first time that they had... I was running a drought back then, I never watched it. Yeah, even... even, (laughs) Even the first time when they had SmackDown vs. Raw in Survivor Series, it was it wasn't you didn't have your show's top guys. You just had five selected guys. Yeah. For example, in that first ever Survivor Series Raw and SmackDown, you had Cena versus Angle, and then um, I believe Batista was in that match. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I the favorite of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he was involved that time. But you got to I think. It, to make it to make it more relevant, you need to have your legit top guys per kayfabe and 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 in general because you got AJ Styles, he's arguably the best. The only guy you can argue with is Braun Strowman, but it's kayfabe, so he's made the, he's made it look well. But I think it makes the match seem more important that you have your champions from your brand, well, your top two champions from your brand in these matches, so it can it, so it can sell the relevant the, the importance of it. And there's there may not be much on the line in the. In these, in um, the main match, but there is stuff online. The undercard, you know, the Intercontinental title. Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie's saying, bring that title back to Raw, but I don't think that happened. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. And then the Cruiserweight title is going to be on the line. And they're saying, well, if, if um, Kalisto wins the division, goes to SmackDown, which isn't going to happen. Right. We'll get to that probably too. Yeah. But there is stuff on the line in the undercard, but just not in this main event. Yeah, what I think maybe should I I do think yeah if, if your draw for Survivor Series is the elimination matches, brand versus brand. I do think that the top guys for each brand should be involved in it. Kind of like what we, you know, with the the alliance, uh, the alliance angle, which will which will be or the invasion ma- angle, which will be a bell Monday morning. Yes, uh, that a lot of the top guys from outside of WWF weren't involved in that storyline, which took a little luster off of it. So if your top guy in this elimination match is, say, I don't know, if Braun Strowman is the top guy you have in there. Or Rusev. Yes, he's the one. Yeah, it takes a lot away from it. So one. I think the champions being in it add some some cachet to that match. But I do think that there should be something at stake. Like I don't know if it's like whatever team wins gets the main event at WrestleMania or whatever it is. So, something should be at stake other than just Vince's kids' egos. I don't think that's that's not enough for me. Sadly, to get they, they sadly, I don't think that changing. But technically, we do have a week for that to be altered. Correct. I don't think they'll do that either. Uh, but but that would at least give some purpose to the match. Uh, but that being said, uh, first Jericho continues to make Sparkle Crotch funny. <laughs> Anything he does is excellent. I hate Sparkle Crotch, but the way Jericho reacts to it makes me laugh at it. That he. He's like devastated every time Seth says it. So good. He's like a forty-five-year-old man who's getting his feelings hurt nope. being called Sparkle Crotch. You know what today is? What's today? Today is the birth of Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, man! <laughs> is it his birthday? Yes. Birth it in, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been avoiding all social media, so I have no idea. Um, 
obviously the odd thing is for both of these teams is that they kind of all hate each other on both sides. So there's dysfunction on both teams. Um, Another interesting factor is that there's two separated teams on each side. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I like I like the dysfunction between two because like because even because bef- sometime before like those bragging rights pay per views and the person did Survivor Series, it's just like okay, we have all faces on one team, on one on one show team, and then another show we team we have all heels. Yeah, I like I, I like actually there's actually storylines and development between each in, within each team because even on Raw with Seth and Rome, um, Owens and Jericho with cutting the promo on Seth and Roman. Um, Owens and Jericho were saying, no, Joel Jericho said, Seth and Roman, I know you're mad that me and Kevin are the Universal Champion. <laughs> <laughs> this is our team. You're out. You're our stupid idiots. Yeah. It's like they're built in feuds, so at any point there could be dysfunction, just like we um, reviewed on Survivor Series mm-hmm. 01. They, at any point there could be dysfunction in, within these teams. Now, yeah. I like that aspect of the story. Of the story. So, Josh, you like just as much as we do the idea that they're both the Universal Champions. Yes. (laughs) I love everything that Chris Jericho is doing right now. So let me ask, because I, originally when we did our first show, we gave our Mount Rushmores. Uh, Chris Jericho is not on mine. I amended it three weeks ago with Chris Jericho as the fourth member of my Mount Rushmore. Do you think what he's doing right now has elevated him higher than you held him, say, a year ago? Yeah, for sure. A year ago, I was so tired of him. <laughs> because it's like, happy baby face Jericho. I was so over it. But now this, like, oh, it's so good. The scarf, <laughs> everything, the stupid pant, the stupid tights, and the list. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy Jacobs, for the list. <laughs> I'm glad that you feel that way. Has anyone had a better 2016 than Chris Jericho? Entertainment-wise? AJ Styles. AJ Styles has accomplished more. <clears throat> I was thinking about myself, but I guess we're thinking about wrestling still. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just got to put yourself over. <laughs> you mean enterti- entertainment-wise? Oh, I was pretty entertained. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wrestling, if wrestling. you could go back, say, in, in 2025, you AJ could go Styles. back and watch one guy's year. It would be AJ Styles. He's well, the only one arguing. In ring? With the, the total package, I would say AJ Styles. But if you're talking about entertainment, I'd say Chris Jericho. Because he hasn't had the best matches, but he's been excellent. You're still but on an island. Our two people we're arguing mm-hmm. will be in contestants for uh, match of the year. Oh, yeah. Against each other. Which one? Uh, we're not going to get to that right now. No, but I didn't, I didn't, can you repeat that? I didn't hear what you said. Jericho, AJ Styles, best year of 2016. One of the two of them. However... Them versus each other will be a contestant for a match of the year. Uh, I don't know if I'll make the cut. I'm sure it will. <laughs> um, we, we, we might get some prop debates on that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Dest- for that. For I'm sure. looking yeah. forward, I'm, I am looking forward to destroying you in that debate. Good luck. <laughs> Look, AJ Styles is cutting the best promos of his career and delivering every night with James Ellsworth. Yeah. Come on. James no, he's been unbelievable. He's had an unbelievable 2016. Uh, his transition to WWE has been pretty seamless. Like It's not like he struggled with the uh, the move. Uh, and his, his character work, his mic work has gotten very... It, it's gotten incredible over the course of the last, you know, 10 months, however long it's been since he's been there. Um, Eric, how do you feel about... The way that they're building the raw team towards Survivor Series, the dynamic between the five guys, is similar to 
all the feuds for these elimination matches that they're all not getting along. For some reason, I'm a little more enticed by the Raw team just because you have the unpredictability of Braun Strowman. You know, the the way he's, as sad as it is, the way he's just been demolishing these jobbers, yet everyone's so scared of him. He's putting anyone down that's in front of him. Um, you have the factor that all these guys kind of matter. They're all mixed into storylines. You got two champions versus one champion on a team. And then also, of course, all of us on a weekly basis were hoping that Jericho's um, contesting for that Universal Championship. So there's a lot going on, and you figure with the way Raw ended, we're hoping it gets to that point. Yeah. Um, so this led to a fatal five-way match between this group. Stephanie says, I want you guys to get to get all this out of the way before we get to Survivor Series. We have to beat my brother, Shane. Um Did, did it, how did you guys feel? Josh, I'll go to you first. How did you feel about the finish of the Fatal... I have one problem with the finish of the Fatal 5-Way match. I wish this match didn't happen. <laughs> That's it. Like, I just wanted... Because it's like, then why put them in a match now? Because You should did it after if they lose or something. Don't do that now. Put them in a match later. Make it for the title. Mm -hmm. There's your main event for the next pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> My problem with the finish, I thought it was funny that Owens accidentally pins Jericho. Like, he just takes the, what do you think, a super kick? Uh, I think it was Superman, Superman punch. punch. Superman, okay, that's right. Wow, I really got lost there for a second. Takes a Superman punch. Why does Roman Reigns hit the Superman punch and, and then, then roll out of the ring? Yeah, that. Like, what? Why Why does that happen? <laughs> How many times has he done a Superman punch? Has he ever hit the Superman punch and rolled all the way out of the ring? I just I don't understand it. Yeah, and it wasn't just the fact that he rolled out. It was a very slow. I, maybe it was just the fact that I rewinded and watched it a second time. But it was one of those things. It was kind of slow and methodical. Like oh, I just did this. Uh, let me just slowly get out of here. I don't. It did bother me. It didn't seem to be executed well. Yeah, as much as I had a problem with that, the way Owens reacted to accidentally pinning Jericho, kind of. It, it turned me around a little bit. He didn't know what he, to do. <laughs> <laughs> he raised his arm. He, like, he, he picked Jericho up, but he raised his arm. And he, put, he continues to like, try to hold him up, and he's still raising the title up. Yeah. Uh, how long before Seth and Roman are actually, like, allies again? Because they're not quite. It's been teased. But how long, do, Eric, how long do you think... The night after Survivor Series. How about you? Well, I think they'll be allies probably around after Survivor Series because I don't know if you saw, but they're advertising Roman versus Owens at Roadblock. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, so I can easily see Chris. Chris You're calling Jarrett. it Roadblock now? Oh, stop sign, caution tape, I ninety five, I ninety five, Highway to Hell, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> What about you, Josh? How long before we see Roman and Seth like officially allies? I think it's a given for that night because all three guys will be there. So we're bound to see a shield spot or two. Do we get a triple power bomb? We do. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I do you think takes it. 
Probably Jericho. There's <laughs> nobody better that could take it than yeah. Jericho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can easily see a, I can easily see a part in the match release after the match that AJ and Dean aren't getting along, or Jericho's pushing around Seth and Roman, and Dean's in the match, and there's a triple power bomb. Yeah. I think we'll get a Shield spot in this match. Well, we deserve it. Yeah. I think. And I think. <laughs> I, and I think. If they go, if they do continue to go with Owens and Owens and Reigns, which people are saying, I don't want to see this. I don't know why you don't want to see that. And then you can easily go with Seth and Jericho because Jericho actually costs Rollins a Universal Title, and it also gives you something fresh because Rollins has been Universal Title since SummerSlam. Yeah. So it, it moves him away from that. Um, moving on to the women, I didn't watch the show on Monday night. I watched it after the fact, but I've heard. Rumors that the fans in Scotland tried to hijack the women's segment of the show. I didn't really know what that meant. I didn't know if that was people just being rude, disrespectful. I had no clue. Uh, so, Charlotte comes out first, obviously, because she's the team captain of the Raw women. Um, well, if you're the champion, you should be. <laughs> if you're doing team captains, the champion should be. I just don't think that there need to be team captains. Uh Charlotte comes out first. We have Nia Jax. Alicia Fox, who's hailed as the veteran of the team, who has been on TV for, what, a combined five minutes in the last year? Just about. Um, co- co- couple minutes. <laughs> Bailey, and we'll get to the last one later because it was kind of a uh, surprise ending to that <laughs> segment. But Bailey comes out, and the U.K. crowd, duh, well, not the U.K., the, the Scotland crowd does the uh, Bailey, will you be my girl chant? Which my favorite to chant. start yeah, one of the best chants ever. My favorite chant. <laughs> it's a great it. chant. Uh, they tried to do it at one of the shows here. It was either Battleground or SummerSlam. I think it might have been SummerSlam, and they couldn't quite get it off the ground. You mean at NXT Live? NXT Live. NXT Live. They did Live it. We did it. Um, no, they tried to do it at one of the. I think it was the. Because the we tried to do it at Battleground, but nobody knew what it was. That's what I'm saying. It, <laughs> they, they couldn't get it off the ground. They, yeah, they tried. Because we didn't tried. Work out. Um, it is a great chant. They do it obviously better over there than they do over here. Um, but it went on way too long. It actually got distracting and got in the way of what they were trying to do. It just got to the point where it started to be like, all right, like stop. Like you're you're doing it for yourselves, not for it Bailey. It threw Bailey off too. Yeah. Which that's another Now shirt. Yeah, now Charlotte I thought did a great job with it, covering her ears <laughs> and at one point saying, I will never forget that this. Was, that was so good. I'll never forget this. Her face was so priceless. It was awesome. Charlotte tried takes the microphone from Michael Cole, which I wish he would have done five minutes earlier. <laughs> but she announces the last member of the team and says it's Dana Brooke. That, no, that was so good. She's like, you guys will want to shut up for this. <laughs> this woman's a, po- the woman's a pioneer of the women's revolution. She's made me a better person. Mm-hmm, a better champion. <laughs> a better champion. <laughs> Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Michael Cole takes the microphone back, says, no, it is this woman, Sasha Banks. She comes out, says, basically, you need the boss. Um, Charlotte tells her you're not the boss anymore. Ask Nia Jax if you're her boss. <laughs> Is that teasing Sasha Banks' next feud? Who booked that? Uh, you, well, you did, I think. Best friend who booked that? I'll <laughs> take that. I'll, I'll take it, too. It's, it's I mean, do you new. think that's basically what they're doing, is saying mm-hmm. this is who she's facing yeah. next? Yeah. Eck? Yeah. I mean, it's a little <laughs> more than obvious. So when, when Charlotte said, I will never forget this, to me, that was like, 
the influence of hanging around Jericho. <laughs> because I think he's the only one that would have said that line that way at that moment. Yeah, her like face, her it was face perfect. Was, it was so Jericho. Um, Charlotte really is running the women's division at this point. It's not even a question about it. I said it after we reviewed Hell in a Cell. She may go down as the greatest women's wrestler of all time. And I hope that doesn't end within the next three years. Like, you hope it doesn't I, end? End. I want her like to Like she go. doesn't stop? Or? Yeah, I hope she goes three plus years. I hope she goes seven years. I mean, you got to figure the majority of, you know, a I'm not trying to be sexist or anything. Women, uh, The average women's wrestler isn't as around as long that's as... That's not sexist. That's true. true. Yeah. They're that's not as, the way it is. They're not as round, um, around. I can't even freaking talk tonight. <laughs> they're not around as long as the average male. And I'm talking about a successful one. Mm-hmm. You just figure any of the past women's wrestlers that have been successful, they're not around as long as the average successful male. So I just hope she stays around. I mean, her, her stuff gets better day in and day out. No, she's incredible. Well, if you stick around after the show... <laughs> we'll we'll figure out if she might be the greatest women's wrestler of all time. <laughs> up to this date, but yeah, yeah, I'm ready for that. No, up to this date, I don't care. She's only been in the in the in the in the, um, the business for three years, but she's up there because she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely and, up there. And this is the kind of same thing that happened to her the night at the WrestleMania when um the crowd tried to hijack the women's title segment, and she got so flustered, but she handled herself. Perfectly in yeah, situation. That, that's just again a case of her getting better every time she goes out there. She's ten times better now than she was when she got called up. She's ten times better now than she was the night after WrestleMania. She gets better every single week. She uh, let cry every segment. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> she definitely does not do that. She's gotten misty a couple times, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not a regular thing. Uh, we got a six woman tag. Bailey. One via the Bailey to Belly. Um, I still, I, I just can't get over Alicia Fox being called <laughs> as a veteran of, of the women's division when she's not not even there. Um, you don't, you don't, you don't, you can't believe that. No, I mean I know she's been there long. Well, she was in the the best. She's match been in the greatest match of all, all time. Only universe for Alicia Fox. <laughs> but with that, we might as well segue into the first round of our first ever women's bracket on Matt Madness. So, we have a special guest in on the show tonight. So, Josh will be taking my spot as the third and deciding vote uh, in this bracket. So, I will just be presenting the matchups to you. Number one overall seed, Trish Stratus against the legendary, the veteran of all veterans, Alicia Fox. Alo, who do you got? This has to be this. This has the potential to be the best match, well, a better match than her and Molina. Almost, 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 <laughs> not quite, almost. <laughs> but I think I'm gonna have some take some satisfaction. <laughs> Josh, who do you got? Yeah, Trish. All the way. <laughs> Eric, I don't even have to ask you. Trish, no, <laughs> no brainer. All right, the four seed Natalia versus the five seed Eve Torres. Eck, who do you got? I'm just going off the uh, family name. And, uh, Eve Torres, I think, was kind of a little bit of, you know, ahead of her time. Should have almost stuck around because she was trying to push the women's wrestling, you know, way before, like two, three years before it got hot. Uh, but I'm still going to go with Natalia on this one. Josh? I love everything that Eve Torres is doing now with the Gracies, but. Natalia's wrestler. <laughs> Ayla, who would you have gone with? Eve. Eve, all right. 
But uh, Natty for a total as a total package. Yeah, Natty advances. So although, moving down. Although I love Natty's new cat gimmick and, <laughs> and, and quoting Whitney Houston. Yeah, I love it. I like it that fits too. It perfectly. Do you like Coach Natty? Yes. <laughs> we got the number three seed Charlotte against the number six seed Ivory. Alo. Charlotte. Josh. Charlotte. All right, Ed, who would you have gone with? <laughs> kind of knew that. All right, moving on to the seven seed, Luna Vachon against the two seed, Beth Phoenix. Josh, I'll go to you first on this one. Who do you have? Uh, Beth Phoenix. Eck? Beth Phoenix as well. Alo? Beth. I think I might have taken Luna there just because of uh, my childhood. Yeah, I, I was a little bit of a, a toss-up. <laughs> you you wanted her because of the oddities. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Crazy. God. I hated the oddities. Oh. They were horrible. That was the only thing I didn't like coming down that ramp during the Attitude Era. Yeah. Uh, mostly because of the Insane Clown Posse. What about um, South Park? That was better than the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, all right. Ayla, I'll go to you first on this one. Mickey James, the number one seed, against Emma. Mickey James. Eck, who do you got? All sexual desires aside, I still picked Mickey James. <laughs> Josh? The same exact reason. <laughs> I love Emma, but Mickey, she's the one. Yeah. All right. Tough matchup here. A 4-5. I don't know who wants to take this one first. I will. AJ Lee against Paige. A Ms. legendary feud. Mrs. Brooks. Miss Brooks. Everybody going AJ? On that promo alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going straight off uh, marital reasons, but no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She was great. She was great. Uh, I think, you know, b- before the women's res- revolution existed, she was it by herself, yeah. alone, solo dolo. She, she got it tattooed when she won the Divas Championship. She's like, that... That date, she got a tattoo on her back. Like that's how you know she was committed. Nobody else cared. At that's all. what you do when your name is AJ. <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah, completely. Uh, number three seed Nikki Bella against Layla. I already know where Ayla is going with this for sure. Nikki Bella. Nobody likes Total Divas more on this panel than Ayla. Josh. I love me some Nikki Bella. See, now, I always had a crush on Layla, so this is the only one on my bracket that I had crossed out because I originally had her, but I gave, <laughs> I gave it to Nikki. <laughs> he had no choice but to. All right, number two seed, Victoria, against number seven seed, Caitlin. Eh, which way are you going on? This was a repeat. I have a thing for Caitlin. <laughs> I follow her on Instagram. I creep on her pictures every day. However, <laughs> every day. Are you not, not a day goes by. Are you, During this podcast, I double tapped one of her pictures. Did you? Are you in the DM? I don't, she's married. And that guy's like, do you know how big he is? But it don't matter. I, I, I still pick Victoria. <laughs> she yeah. won a hardcore women's championship. That just that sold it. Yeah, Victoria. I, I always loved Victoria when I was a kid. Yeah, she's great. Victoria. Same thing. All right, moving on to the other side of the bracket. As Yokozuna creeps up on me over here. Uh, we got number one seed, Lita, against Maris. Lita. Josh. Sorry, Richie. <laughs> oh, oh, y'all aren't gonna root for Mrs. Wife? Y'all love the Miz. Y'all love him. We'll root for her. We'll root for her. We're talking about Lita, though. 
Man, you should have. Right. <laughs> you know I'm picking Lita. <laughs> Another tough one for some of us at this table. Number four, Bailey, against the number five seed, Jazz. Eric, you want to take the deciding vote on this one, or you want to go out the gate? Uh, I'll take the deciding. Ayla, who you got? I didn't even. Pick, this is the only one. <laughs> you didn't pick one yet. No. <laughs> Don't do the longevity, because this is the thing. When it comes when it comes to NXT, I kind of see NXT as an indie. So for longevity, I'm going with Jazz. Right. Josh, I'm gonna say Bailey. Oh, because she had two of the best matches last year. That's very true. Of the year, and you're talking to someone who loves New Japan. <laughs> and I love those matches. So, Eck, it's on you. All right, I think well, this is the first one to go to a deciding vote. I was, I was with you, and I was with my best friend Alo in at Battleground, mm-hmm. and the loudest moment that night was when Bailey came out. I already liked her. And I think at that moment, I decided she was my favorite one from that whole women's revolution. I loved everything she's done, and I loved watching every one of her matches. However, due to a certain throwback madness, (laughs) due to a, uh, I think it was a a triple threat hardcore match I seen a uh, a couple months ago, flashing back, I'm going with Jazz. Oh! Wow. Upset. Sorry, Bailey. Yeah, that one, that one that yeah, one hurt yeah. my heart. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three seed, the boss, Sasha Banks, against the legendary Jacqueline, WWE Hall of Famer, Act Two Fly. Bank on it. All right, Would Josh, you, you both. Banks. All right, clean sweet. Happy to see that one. I got a little nervous there for a second. I didn't want to get kicked out of here. <laughs> number two seed, Molly Holly, against the number seven seed, Awesome Kong. Alo, which way are you going? Awesome Kong. Josh? I went Awesome Kong, too. Did you? Eck, who would you have gone with? Uh, for argument's sakes. Argument's sakes. <laughs> Mind you, I had a long hiatus. Awesome Khan was in WWE for like a month and a half. Right, that's what, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I put Molly Holly, and I actually wrote the... If you look at the what I wrote her name in it, it's the smallest font on the print. <laughs> but I, it doesn't matter, I already lost. So yeah, Awesome Khan goes. All right, one of the favorites of the tournament, a number one seed, China, against the other Bella, Brie Bella. Alo. Which, does your does your family allegiance <laughs> make it through, or does your uh, loyalty to DX shine through here? But China. <laughs> Josh, who do you got? I went China. Heck, was that who you would have gone? Or China. No? Thought so. Uh, all right. Number four seed, one of the most infamous women's champions of all time, Alundra Blaze, against number five seed... Married to one of the most legendary superstars of all time, The Undertaker, Michelle McCool. The Undertaker. <laughs> Who are you going with, Alo? Um. Alundra Blaze didn't really have anybody to go against back in her day. Um. I'll go with Michelle McCool. Josh, which way are you going? Don't get nervous, Ron. Okay. Medusa it is. <laughs> I went with Alundra Blaze as well. <laughs> all right. So Alundra slash Medusa moves on. Number three seed, 
the last one of the four horsewomen, Becky Lynch, against number six seed Molina. Josh, which way are you going? Becky Balboa. <laughs> Becky Balboa. I'll second it. Third. All right. Another clean sweep. All right. Gail Kim, the number two seed, against number seven, Asuka. I feel like this is another tough one. Gail Kim. Gail Kim, Eck. Now, this is where I will upfront say my ignorance will come in. Uh, Gail Kim, I believe, came into WWE um, while I wasn't watching it. And I remember her doing some backstage promos with the Bellas and Brian before she left the company. That's right when I started watching it. I know she's been doing stuff with TNA and probably in the indies. Uh, I don't know much about her, and I think Asuka is phenomenal. She was phenomenal in the indies. She's undefeated in NXT, so I went with Asuka. Josh, deciding vote here. Now. <laughs> I went with Gail Kim because I remember her debut and her winning the women's title <laughs> in her Damn. first match. And was this one tough for you or no? It, it better be he loves NXT. And she's married to Robert Irvine. <laughs> and she's excellent. All right, so that is the first round in the women's bracket. Good picks, everybody. I'm looking forward to the second round matchups. Might as well move on quickly to the tag team elimination match. A lot of guys involved in this one. Mm. Th- this was dumb. This is skippable. I hate this. There was, there was one thing. Okay. Two things I liked about this. One, I did enjoy Biggie doing the actual Braveheart speech. <laughs> I have to say that that part I did like, especially in the bad Scottish accent, that as soon as it was pointed out that it was bad, he played it up even more. And I loved when... Uh, I forget what they what uh, Seamus said about Cesaro. And he was like, that's the bet you could do? He said, you couldn't call me Swiss Miss or bald. Like, I love that he pointed out bald. Like, or, so. Or the third member of the yeah, club. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. The rest of it, I could have done without. This was a waste of time. This was, this was at least over a half hour because it led to a match. I have a question specifically for Josh on this because I know, Alo, you were a fan of, of the Bullet Club. Uh, and I know you were excited for Gallows and Anderson to come over. And you oh, soured Anderson. Well, you've soured on them coming back. They're horrible. They booked jo- horrible. Yeah, Josh, I know you're a big New Japan guy. Were you a fan of these two when they were in the Bullet Club? Yes. In the beginning. Okay. Um, but now, I even wrote here, they need... I like what they're doing now. What are they doing? What, no, but they're just <laughs> starting where they don't like any fun. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> everybody else is so such a joke. I like, but they need to get it over. They need to be real serious. Like, yeah. they can't, like... They shouldn't be jobbing like out or exactly. trick-or-treating. They need to start kicking ass. Like, Well, this is what they do. They'll, they'll be good for one week, and then they'll go back and look silly for another three weeks. So, you know they won. They won last night on Raw. So, you know, that means they're going to look stupid either next week or at Survivor Series. Unless they've decided to do things differently with them. which Because they, they've been off course since AJ went to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Because they looked great when the three of them were together. As soon as they, they did? lost AJ, I thought so. <laughs> Yo, I love Carl Anderson. <laughs> He's awesome. He's so they, they, good. Just, they just make him look so. They make him look bad. Yeah, I enjoyed the two of them when they were with AJ. Once AJ left, it was like, all right, you have no direction for these two. Yeah, I don't like the two jokey. They have to be the serious team out of the. They need to go the way the Usos went now and their heel turn. They're so they're all serious and stuff. Mm-hmm. They need to do that. Do you foresee that happening, or do you think they'll keep getting jerked around? 
I don't trust Vince. <laughs> you're, you're not alone. In the Hollywood writers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not alone on that. Uh, like you said, Gallows and Anderson got another win, this time over the New Day. Something about the tag team division. Best friend, I kind of want tag team gold. <laughs> it, it, Roman's not the only one that has broad shoulders. You know? <laughs> so you got more blue leather or black leather? I think we might have to take those off the big day. Easy. Uh oh. So you want Jeez. the old Raw titles? So you know, I got I do a lot of traveling because you know I, I'm an ambassador for Europe. I do as a European champion, but globe trotter. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe <laughs> December sixteenth. ECW Arena. <laughs> so, wait, we have a, a challenge being issued right now on the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast? Best friend, is that a challenge? <laughs> Seems too easy. <laughs> <laughs> but are you, are you ready to, to go that night? Well, I think the same night that House of Hardcore has their first cage match will be the same night. The big day ends their tag title match. <laughs> All right. Well, house of it. Hardcore to House of Hardcore. You heard it here first. News broken for the second time by the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. The first one being Goldberg saying we'd never see him at WrestleMania again. <laughs> Only end- to show up at Survivor Series two weeks later. And that's why we're the MVP. Yeah, we are the most valuable podcast in the wrestling podcast community. You look good with tag team gold. That's <laughs> I'm going to look phenomenal. Yes, you are. Uh, cruiserweight division. Tag title and a euro over my shoulder. Look, uh, Swan and Sincara. Good, good. <laughs> Rich Swan and Sincara facing the champion Brian Kendrick and Scotland's own Noam Dar. I thought this was a great Raw debut for him. One of the better ones they've done. Uh, it was awesome to see him get to come out in his hometown. That crowd loved him. They let him kind of get over on the champion at the end of the match. I thought this was great for him. I don't know if this is just a one-off because they knew it was his hometown or his home country. No, he's done his dates. Is he? Yeah, so he's on the roster. Now. All right. So it was a great debut for him on Raw. Uh, Swan and Sinkara get the victory via the roll-up, although at least this one was like a pinning combination and not just to grab the back of the trunks and roll somebody up who wasn't looking. But the champion gets pinned. I, I'm really tired of the champion getting pinned when the title's not on the line. I feel like it's just way too predictable. You know it's going to happen. It's WWE ah. booking for you. Yeah. It's, I don't want to say oh, it's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm just biased. I, I don't want to say it's predictable. I mean, um, I think too many people are getting pins on champions, or in that division specifically. Um, and again, this is me being biased. Unless it's TJ Perkins uh, pinning Brian Kendrick, and again, obviously this is a heel pinning a heel. Um, I don't want to see no one besides Tony Nese <laughs> pinning a champion. But it, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, we had Swan pin a champion. It, 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 That's his just... second time. So yeah. you'd have to assume he's got to be the next one in line. No, it's, well... It's actually Kalisto, but I, I, oh, yeah. God, I at stop sign, I believe it'll, it will be Rich Swan because I don't think the Cruiserweight title was leaving Raw. He should win that title. He's the most over Rich Swan? Yeah, right? he's, yeah, he's the only one that's been, on, been there every week. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. according to this podcast, he's not the most over. Well, you're, yeah, Who's Tony the most over? Tony, Tony Nees. In our hearts. hearts. Yeah. So Tony Nees and Gulak were the only Cruiserweights not named in the 205 live press release. Really? So. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to talk to him about that in December. 
Niece, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna see you at ECW great. Arena, and I'm not gonna be happy about this. We saw him twice at House of Hardcore, once in April, and I had no idea who he was, and never heard of him. He was in a triple threat match, and the dude was phenomenal. Stole the show. I'm... Uh, my opinion. I, I left House of Hardcore early, and <laughs> I, I missed like the last two matches, and his match of the night, it, it was phenomenal. Yeah, we came on the show. The next, the next uh, Tuesday, raving about Tony Nese. We got to see him again in uh, September against Chris Hero. This is after we had gotten to see him on the Cruiserweight Classic. And he actually had some fan support around him. It was cool to see him again. But he's awesome. He can do just about everything. He's short. That's the only, the only downside. And I don't know... I don't know what kind of character he could ever come up with. I like the whole premier athlete thing. I think they could do something with that. That's you know what he needs. He needs a manager. The premier manager. <laughs> the premier manager. We got to we got to get you to record that promo at some point. I still have it the note in my phone of what that promo was. <laughs> I, was say, I need a couple more of these things. <laughs> that was gold though. I don't care. It was. It was good. I like Kendrick's promo after the match though saying it's not my fault that we lost even yeah. though he got pinned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was you. You're a loser. <laughs> the, 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 the delusional heel. Yeah, you got to always I always love a delusional heel. Um Stephanie you know, bring talks to Sami Zayn about him getting the title shot against Dolph Ziggler. She basically says, "I find your existence annoying," or however that she put was it. good. <laughs> yeah, because she was just in such disgust. Do you know I what else like is? It. Do you know what else is really funny about that? And I don't know if any of the three of you have watched the Table for Three series at all. Which one? I think I've watched every any episode except I've the newest, Booker T and Goldust. I haven't seen that one. Two different shows. I don't. One was the one with Cesaro, Owens, and Ambrose, and there was another one that got brought up. It might have been the other NXT guys, uh, Neville, Bo, and uh, Samoa Joe, I think. But they both brought up how like aggravating Sami Zayn can be. Yeah, yeah. Like his overly positive. Owens. Yeah. Yeah. Owens said that on Jericho's podcast. Yeah, and uh, so I think it's funny that that kind of gets brought into the show. <laughs> like your existence just annoys me. <laughs> but he has to face Rusev for a shot at the Intercontinental Title. And Stephanie, go ahead, Joe. I say I like how he handled the whole Stephanie thing because that's a hard role to be in. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he did a pretty good job handling her. Yeah, and, and Stephanie has bad taste. She's like, well, I think it should be Rusev. But yeah. Rusev's been horrible. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I do want... I, I That was the match I wanted. I wanted Rusev versus Dolph Ziggler. Did you really? I did. Well, I, I, the only reason I want that, I wanted it for the awkward moment so Dolph could see Lana and just be like... <laughs> so, how, did, how did his things? awful storyline with Lana play into your... No, I love Rusev. He's the only one that can overcome these things nowadays. I love Rusev as well. I think the way Rusev reacts to things I think is great. I mean, he moves great for his size. He's fun to watch in the ring when he's in there with the right opponent. His selling. Yeah, he sells. I just want the the awkward moment of Dolph seeing Lana. Yeah. How are things? That's what I wanted. Yeah, obviously that didn't happen. Sami Zayn won. Real quick, any of the three of you believe that there's any chance Sami Zayn brings the Intercontinental Championship back to Raw? Zero. I don't. No chance. I think Sami Zayn does win, but I don't think. I think there's going to be some kind of clause that the title doesn't go to Raw. I, I could because what Stephanie's saying, I didn't. I don't like you. Whatever. I can see. So he wins the title and ends up on the SmackDown. Yeah, yeah I, I can see Shane, Shane and um, Brian working something out and saying. So give me a percentage on what you think Sami Zayn ends up being the Intercontinental Champion on SmackDown. 
95. Because one... <laughs> So you're basically certain. Because one of these, one of these title Holy matches, because these, these two title matches are the only things that have something at stake. Yeah. So one of these titles are changing hands. It doesn't make sense for the cruiserweights because of the cruiserweights, they, not, they barely have time for them on a three-hour show. Yeah. We're going to do it on a two-hour show. So So it makes more sense for Sami Zayn to win the Intercontinental and go to SmackDown because... I've been saying I was a big advocate for Sami Zayn being in the Dolph Ziggler spot yeah. because he's the underdog and it made so much sense. And then we've seen this, even though the Miz and the Ziggler feud was excellent, we've seen Dolph win a, win a title four four times. Or, well, this is fifth rank, but he's been a four-time Intercontinental Champion already. It would have been f- better and fresher if Sami Zayn had it being yeah. involved in that feud with the Miz. And I think if Sami Zayn wins, you could put still involved Ziggler and the Miz in that story. It's not going to happen because the heel's about to go over on Ziggler. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, The Miz is going to beat him, isn't he? No, Miz is going to win that match. The Miz is going to win that match. Corbin, Miz is Corbin's great. about to be Intercontinental Miz Champion. Is awesome. Who? Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> the next Intercontinental Champion. I'm just, I just told you. Sammy Zayn? You don't think that's just real? Oh my God. <laughs> he, he pulled the Beth Phoenix. Come on, man. That's hey. not real. <laughs> Get out of my face with this. <laughs> They're setting him up for Intercontinental Feud. This way, next the, the Tuesday after, Corbin he's going to be competing. challenging for the Intercontinental title because that Miz, that Miz Ziggler thing is not done. Yeah, it is. He gets no, his not. match. He gets his that match before Survivor done. Series, the best feud in and he's going to lose. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can move on to SmackDown now unless anybody had anything else they wanted to say about Raw. Do better. Uh, agreed. Please, yes. Yeah. My best friend has spoken. <laughs> uh, first thing on SmackDown, why is Tom Phillips there with commentary? Do they need what? four guys? They barely need three. They barely need three. They barely need three. No, not even barely. They don't need three. Listen, I never yell in this show. Three is trash. It is. Listen. Especially e- when the third one is David Ottawa. I don't understand how they don't understand ECW was great. And 15 freaking years later... People still love that brand. It had one person doing commentary. You think on your two-hour show you deserve to put four? The worst part is some matches they put a special commentary out. You got five, six people out there? They got what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, biggest thing on SmackDown. Uh, the women's title match that we've been waiting for for two months. Becky Balboa against Alexa Bliss. You said Charlotte was the best heel in the company. Josh, uh, yes. how do you feel about Alexa Bliss as a heel? <clears throat> I love everything they're doing with this feud. I love <laughs> Alexa Bliss. She's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> she is that. And I, I think as a heel, she's great. Her The way she responds to the crowd is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way she treats her opponents is great. Her tantrums. When she her tantrums mad, are awesome. Because you know she's like 4'11". Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I always mention about her is, and this is a trait that Shawn Michaels had, he was always the smallest guy, but the way he carried himself, he, he didn't look he like he was the smallest guy. Five. She does the same thing. The way she carries herself, you don't always realize how small she is compared yeah. to who she's in there with. Uh, Alo, I know we've talked about this on the show for probably the last five episodes, how much we've been waiting to see this match. Did this live up to your expectations? It was, it was a pretty good match, but my problem with this They is, got 15 minutes. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, good. It, it got the time it deserved because we've been waiting a month and a half for this match. My problem is, 
So Moral is calling this the main event. Yeah, which it's the what? It's so it happens in the middle the top of, of the, the show. Second hour. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by that too. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know if that was a tape problem because you know SmackDown was pre-taped yeah. because of the time difference. But I'm like, okay, what? Since when does the main event happen in the middle of the show? <laughs> I know this is a triple main event tonight. Oh on God! Like, no mercy when the main event was the, the first match. The first match. <laughs> so, but the match was good. Um, I'm glad that the story's not over because the life has been. Alexa's been the best woman on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Even though Becky was going for a month, a month, a month or so, I don't think that factors in because, but because Alexa has been awesome in every aspect. Yes, yeah, she's been great of, of, of a, as a character. So I'm glad this match is going to continue because this feud is going to continue because you know she had her foot on the rope. So I'm, I'm excited to see, see this at TLC. Are they uh, going to have a ladder match? <sighs> Uh, they might. Well, the, don't, I'm don't, just asking a question. The, well, the dirt sheets are speculating. Okay. It could be a tables match. It could be a ladders match. It could be a chairs match. Who knows? All I know is well. Or I, it could not be. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> always changing. I'm happy it's continuing, but am I the only one as Becky being a face mad about how the match ended? Like, that, that I, that's like heel 101. And yeah. it's like... The second it ended... I did feel that way. I was like, huh, why is the like baby it, face kind of getting the cheap victory? Yeah. The reason is, though, that I think is they don't want to take that belt off her already. I, th- I to me, think- that was like the only way they could come up with to do it, I guess. Yeah, and then another thing is that also adds more heat to that Survivor Series team. Because Smack, unlike the Raw women, SmackDown's women really didn't really... Have, they had a little story, but they didn't have much to, much of a story like the Raw women. They all didn't come out together. So this adds more fire to that whole women's team because, like I said, these two, both, all these teams are dysfunctional except for the tag team division. We'll get to whatever that, whatever that crap is over there. <laughs> but there easily can be dysfunction between these teams, and that's going to cost one of these teams these matches. Yeah. Josh, your thoughts on the match, the women's title match? Um, it was a good match. I like the way they work together. I really like everything that Alexa does. So she's only gonna get better. They got yeah. the time too. She's they only did. Gonna get they, they definitely did get the time. It's one of those things. I mean, it is stupid when they book it as this is the main event and it's the nine o'clock hour. And yeah. We have a whole hour left. It is funny. I mean, I got a um, a text from friend of the show, uh, and he he was like, I thought that was the main event. And then they're like booking uh, the uh, the six man tag. I was like, no, you didn't see this open segment. He's like, no, I missed the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> He's like, but I thought that was the main event. I was like, no, nah. I was like, we got the six man tag. Blah yeah. blah. Explaining what it is. And he's stunned. Yeah, I was too because they called it the main event at the top of the show, and it was right in the middle of the show. Yeah, I, I was excited too because I think that that would be the first time a women women would actually main event SmackDown. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, because SmackDown they don't really. They just started putting emphasis back on SmackDown, and I don't, I don't recall women ever main event in SmackDown. Yeah. So similar to Raw, I feel like Stephanie might have made event of that. You think? No. DX years? No. No. What do I know? <laughs> well, similar to Raw, the uh, five men in the elimination match opened SmackDown. We have AJ come out first, talking about how Dean cheated, how Ellsworth looks like a mutant turtle, and he looks like a foot. <laughs> and basically, he wants to beat the crap out of the Monday Night Raw team. Corbin comes out. AJ kind of sucks up to him a little bit, saying, I need you to deliver. Corbin says, I'll deliver, just not for your team. The Wyatts come out. Dean comes out and brings Ellsworth out, who wasn't supposed to be in Scotland. 
JBL said, how did he make it through customs? AJ was furious to see him there, asking, why did you bring him? The way, when whenever they show Ellsworth, and then they cut to AJ, yeah, it's the, awesome. that's like my favorite thing, because he it gets so mad. He hates James Ellsworth. Uh... And I actually kind of like Ellsworth getting shown more as like, almost like like Dean's little brother mm-hmm. at this point. I think it's a good spot for him to be in that he's not thrown out there like he was before. He'd like be overexposed. Uh, Corbin walks out on the group after AJ kind of calls out Dean. Shane sets up the tag match: Corbin, Ambrose, and Ellsworth versus the new Wyatt family. Corbin drops out, gets a match with Kalisto. Kalisto injures Corbin, which actually you don't believe it's a real injury from, he from what Phoenix he said earlier. <laughs> yeah. he, did his best, he did his best Beth Phoenix. Kalisto shot on Corbin. <laughs> the inspirational Baron The inspirational Baron the inspirational Corbin, <laughs> Corbin yeah. 5-5, um, five, five, Kalisto takes out 6-5, Corbin. Corbin's probably taller than 6-5. Uh, yeah, probably a little. Um, so Corbin's going to be out of the Survivor Series match. So we have the six-man tag with Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, and Randy Orton against Ellsworth and Dean Ambrose. And who was it that came in? I don't remember now. Kane. Kane, that's right, obviously. Oh, Demon <laughs> who, Kane. Yeah, who else would it be but Demon Kane? One thing I like that... Uh, Ellsworth did was he say he said to Ambrose we could be James Dean. (laughs) 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 Oh God, yeah, I forget what he said though. Any man with two hands, he didn't say has a fighting chance. He had something different with it. I can't remember what it was anymore though. I should have wrote it down. Two of us, four hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, obviously the Wyatts win, and the big shocker to close the night is that Shane is now a member of the SmackDown. Elimination match. How's everybody feel about that? Who wants to take that first? I, I I'm gonna mention this on uh, Monday when we do the uh, Throwback Madness. I think it's semi amusing. Just cause I'm looking to analyze little details. Fifteen years later, <laughs> main event, five on five elimination match. Jericho or in one team, Shane or in the other. Just like it was 15 years ago. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It, it makes sh- sense to have Shane on it to an extent. I could see... Um, I'm predicting Raw goes over. And uh, I could see a certain Raw superstar... Part, a certain part-time Raw <laughs> superstar getting involved to help Shane get eliminated or them losing. but And that to help fuel the uh, feud with Shane. But, which would be a match at WrestleMania, I'm assuming, is what you're getting at. Well, there you go. You got it. <laughs> Josh, Shane on the SmackDown team. Should they have found an actual member of the roster, or are you cool with Shane taking the fifth spot? I think he's not going to be the member. <laughs> and next week, on the 900th episode, Taker takes his spot. Hmm. Wow, I like that swerve. I forgot Undertaker was on next week, but that is good. I'll get to that. Yeah? What Typical. do you think? How do you feel about Shane? Um, I don't, have, I don't really have a problem with it. It's not, it's, it doesn't really bother me because, like I said, we just reviewed, well, we're going to review Survivor Series 2001. <laughs> if that will be real, available on Monday. Now, Shane was a part of that match, too, and, you know, Shane, 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 Shane's a capable, capable worker. He kind of fits because he's kind of putting his money where his mouth is. Yeah. 
in this in in this match, but I don't really have a problem with it. So Mufasa has his place yeah, yes. in this match. <laughs> Do you agree with Eric that a certain part-time superstar will find some way to get Shane eliminated from this match to set up the feud going forward for WrestleMania. Um, or do you think they hold off on that a little bit? Are you talking about Brock? That is who he's talking about. Indubitably. Um, <laughs> I don't think so because I think Brock main events. I don't think you'll see Brock to the main event. Oh, you think that goes on last? Yeah. That's going last. The, uh, mecca, the mecca of Brock versus Goldberg deserves that, to be that last. That definitely goes on last. I hate Goldberg. I'm sure <laughs> that. Always did. Uh, and I'm kind of not a fan of Lesnar anymore either over the course of the year. Are, are you excited for that match? No, not not at all. Uh, Have you I ever been excited. a fan of Goldberg? Yes. Okay. He does want to know who's next. <laughs> when, he was, when, he was, when I was growing up and he was big, I was only like, what, eight years old? So. <laughs> Him yeah. being undefeated drew to me. Him being the champion all the time. So you were able to buy into it exactly. at your young age. Yeah, I was 19, 20, and I was like, this guy sucks. Yeah, I can see why you hated him. Yeah. And I, 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 I look back didn't. now, and I'm like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he didn't he didn't stand the test of time for you. Well, that's, well, that's a lot of everybody's favorites of all time. Huh? That's a lot of people's favorites of all time when you think about it. That's sad. I just like, I just like WCW because it looked cheap. Yeah, I feel bad <laughs> for those people. Um Real quick, we have a couple things to hit on SmackDown, but we might as well go to the second round of this women's tournament. But what, what's on SmackDown? You gotta hit on. We gotta hit on the tag. Your your boy showed back up I on Raw as the Fashion Police. I loved it because they gave away tickets saying. Let's hit second round and then let's come back. All right. Uh, so good. So number one overall seed Trish Stratus against Natalia. Trish. Trish. My baby. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of a, a foregone conclusion. Number three Riding seed, Charlotte, against number two seed, Beth Phoenix, Ek to Fly. Mrs. Flair. Miss Flair. Josh? Charlotte. Charlotte? Queen. <laughs> the Queen, all right. Alo, Mickey James or AJ Lee? Mickey. Josh? AJ. What? Ek to Fly? AJ. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Four seed, making it to round two. Eric, Nikki Bella or Victoria? Victoria. Josh? Yeah, Victoria. Ayla, which way would you have gone? You are so lucky I have, I have a type of <laughs> professionalism. <laughs> Victoria. Minimal. <laughs> you really think Nikki Bella? I would just spite Eric because what he just did to Mickey James. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying he's lucky you have class. That class <laughs> minimal. That's why we're best friends. I am a professional. Yeah. Lita and Jazz. Josh, who do you got? <coughs> Lita. Sorry. You're good. Eck? Lita. Lita. All right. That was another foregone conclusion. All right. Alo. I'm going to speak this for you mm-hmm. before he answers. You always compare uh, such and such to Michaels. Mm-hmm. This is a typical Michaels versus a giant match. Uh, it is. Sasha Banks or Awesome Kong? Josh, who you got? Sasha. Alo? Took way longer for you to answer that than I expected. 
Draft class. <laughs> Minimal. I'll go with Sasha. Heck, you would have gone that way as well. Thanks. It was All close. Right. <laughs> I wanted the good karma to follow me. Get it? Pun intended. All right. We have China against Medusa slash Alundra Blaze. Ayla, which way are you going? China. Eck? I got one word for you. China. Josh, which way would you have gone? Don't treat me like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Push your bazooka. T-shirt, <laughs> All right, last second round match. Number two seed, Gail Kim against number three seed, current SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. Gail Kim. Josh? <laughs> You want to go last on this one? Yeah. Josh has some kind of class. Because he actually doesn't think about it. I was going to say Becky Lynch. All right. So now it comes down to Josh. I'll say Gail Kim. I'll give it to Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the final eight in the women's bracket. Trish Stratus, Charlotte Flair, AJ Lee. Oh, she's Flair here. Yeah. Victoria. <laughs> I'm already Flair. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's shorter. Sasha Banks. China and Gail Kim, we will get to you yeah, shortly with the final four and the championship round. Uh, that was it for the tag, right? It was just Brazongo. So good. I don't remember any. Yeah, it was good. Poor Raw villains. I know. Like, why? why Screw them. <laughs> when they came with our main roster, they were excellent. They were very good they when they started good. out. They were real good, and they just got buried. Mm-hmm. It's because they were breaking necks. They needed to get caution mm-hmm. They needed to get rid of the, the high bros. Oof. Whoa. Another song about my boys. But Emma, you know, I got yeah. to support him. <laughs> now, Mojo's. Yeah, he's a lost Yeah, guys. Yeah, Intercontinental title. Miz, so mad at Daniel Bryan <laughs> that he so can't good. even speak to him himself. So Maurice has to relay the message to Daniel Bryan. Once his Intercontinental title shot, he's getting it next week. Did you think that it was odd that Maurice accepted it for him? Did it seem like Miz was a little annoyed that she just accepted it I so fast? I think he was fast? a little annoyed. Because Miz's, Miz's whole thing is, I want it on my terms. Yeah, and that wasn't his yeah, turn. Yeah, it was on Dan Bryan's turn. Dan Bryan told him, when you yeah. get this match? And Maurice said, I accept. Do we think the Miz has a chance to win this match and regain the inter- his Intercontinental Championship? Oh, he's so good. So he should, yeah. right? He should, but I don't think he will because I think the better story will be with Sami Zayn won. And then you could go into a few all three of them. Or Ziggler retains twice in one week. He might. It's not going to happen. <laughs> What's going to happen? Miz is going to win. Miz is going to win on Tuesday, and then what? He's going to defend it against Sami Zayn? Nope. Sami Zayn is screwed. <laughs> so it's his story just continues as exactly. is. Exactly. So, Josh, why, why does Miz win it, win it back? Because he's the best in the world at what it do. <laughs> On this show. <laughs> uh, we got Dolph with Renee Young giving you your typical babyface Dolph Ziggler interview. Uh, Steal the show, blah, blah, blah. I'll send that paperboy back to Raw. I'm going to try so hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hope Miz wins it back. You okay, Eric? Are you thinking about the Miz? <laughs> How excellent he is? Nope. <laughs> We mentioned already Kalisto uh, getting a cruiserweight championship match against Kendrick. 
think we've all agreed that that is not going to change hands because they're not going to move. I think Corbin and her cost Kalisto that match. Probably. Because especially the way Brian Kendrick is, he doesn't care how he wins. Now, my thinking, though, is, and I do think it doesn't make sense for it to move on to SmackDown, but 205 Live is being taped the same arena that SmackDown is being taped, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is there a chance they do that? I mean, I they don't, don't have enough time to do it. I don't know because... Or do they just end up becomes the a three hour show? I don't know because... Uh, some, I don't know because then it'll be like what we say about Sammy coming to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kalisto will go to Raw. It could. I just... Yeah, you're no, right. But, no, but see, the the, that's, that's a little different because the part of the deal was that Kalisto wins, the whole Cruiserweight division goes to SmackDown. So that's, that's a little bit of they a different deal. They did say deal. that. Stephanie's um, just saying... If Sam, you better win and bring the title back to Raw. There's not no guarantee that's going to be on Raw. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it'll be a good match. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to it, but I don't see it uh, culminating anywhere. into a title change. Not yeah, I don't see there being a new champion. Um, only thing I remember from SmackDown was Natty and Naomi had a quick match mm-hmm. with Nikki on commentary. Carmella came out. Five-person uh, commentary. Coach Natty. Yeah, yeah Coach Natty so came good. out. Uh, loses to Naomi via roll-up. Your favorite. Yes. Um, Thought about you the second Naomi did it. Yeah, what, the roll-up? Yeah. <laughs> roll-up over everything. Yeah, so feuds within every one of these elimination matches, which I think makes it more interesting. Um, which show is better this week, SmackDown or Raw? SmackDown. They were both horrible. They were, but at least one was an hour shorter. Yeah, I'll say SmackDown because it's always shorter. <laughs> like, like SmackDown's been like my escape because I, I can always be, expect it to be good and short and shorter. But the last three weeks, man, like I said, when when I watch SmackDown and I always been watching it on DVR, and when I'm fast forwarding, I see them at like an hour and ten minutes. I'm always like, ah, oh, going in for the close. And Raw, when I'm at an hour and ten minutes, I'm like, oh my god. I'm a third <laughs> of the way through. I still have two hours left. It is a shame that I still look forward to watching Raw. And then when it comes on, I'm like, this is horrible. You do still look forward to it, though. Yes. I, 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 that's funny. I, I look forward, more forward to watching Raw than I do to SmackDown. No, no I'm, talking, I'm saying in general. I, I look forward I'm not to saying it. that's what you're saying. I'm just saying I naturally, it's like, oh, it's Monday Night Raw. That That's just secondhand nature. That, yeah. It's like I feel like a kid again. Yeah, it's been my thing for 16, 17 years. But it's like, <laughs> I've been let down for the last, what, six? Because... It's been rough for a while. Yeah. Josh, you look forward to look to watching either show? I'm just a wrestling fan. I watch everything. So, so it's just like I'm just watching yeah, it. Yeah, it's... it's just second nature to me now. Yeah. Like you say, just watch it. And... So Force of Habit, they got you by Force of Habit. Yeah. How often does Raw pay off your three hours that you spend on it? Not very often. <laughs> and how often it's does never, SmackDown pay off your two hours? It's three hours. No. no. SmackDown is, is good. I enjoy SmackDown. And I watch Talking Smack, too. So. Talking Smack is typically pretty good. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it the last couple weeks, but I typically do enjoy Talking Smack. And again, it blows by. It's a quick yeah. show. I need to catch Alexis promo in there, because I wonder what she said. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, Talk, talking it Smack is always gold. Um, I, I missed this week's episode. And it all started with The with Miz. Miz. <laughs> that excellent promo. Yeah, Miz. Corbin's promo is better. Miz increased what? the value of the Intercontinental what? title. I love Corbin. Nothing? Corbin's promo is better than The Miz's. No, it wasn't. You know why? Because I know Miz's was fake. 
Corbin's, I think, is real. I think he really hates everyone. Yeah. Hey, Josh, you do love Corbin because I remember at WrestleMania you called me and Aaron indie marks because we didn't like Corbin. <laughs> I like him because he was horrible in NXT. I like him since day one, bro. I called him horrible because he wasn't good in NXT. But, but like Ron said, the reason he'll probably be on the WWE roster is because he actually has guys to actually work with. I like NXT when he's been one of those tiny guys. Yeah. Um, and he's been a good heel. He's better than Braun. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is. No no doubt about it. Um, that's both main shows. I don't know. Is who he, Level of excitement, 1 to 10, Eric, for Survivor Series? 7.83. Josh? I can't wait for it to be over <laughs> and for us to move on to just the show um, feuds. Yeah. I can't wait for AJ and Dean to finish so we can start something new. I mm-hmm. need all that stuff to happen now. So you're ready for it to turn over? Yes. Ayla, <laughs> sure. 1 to 10. 8. 8, you're excited yeah, for Survivor Series? It, yeah, it would be a 10, but it's 4 hours. But I know all these matches, like these matches are excellent, except for one. But Which one? You know, the Mecca of Brock versus Goldberg. Um, <laughs> the Mecca. The clinic. I don't know why I didn't know you meant that. <laughs> I actually thought you meant like a regular shit no, one of the match. No, because actually, because like I said, the undercard actually has importance. And you gotta admit, these elimination matches, they're gonna be given the time because we just yeah. reviewed Survivor Series 01. That's that, 45 minutes, that elimination match. Exactly. So these matches are going to get time. They're not gonna be just dropped like drop like flies. And there's there's but so much you can do for the cards. I think almost everybody on this roster just about is on this card. So there's going these matches are going to be given time. It's like the women's match I'm excited for, and the main event. Well, the main the main elimination match I'm excited for. I can care less about a tag match because the SmackDown Tag Team Division is horrible. I don't even remember who are the tag team champions anymore <laughs> in that division because they're never on TV. Yeah. So, but I'm excited for the whole pay per view. Just just the fact that it's four hours is what make, that makes it not a ten for me. Right. Um, so, I've talked often about wrestling being a uh, a distraction from life sometimes and then sometimes life is a distraction from wrestling Monday I was very busy didn't get to watch Raw Tuesday I was doing a lot of uh, I don't want to get into any politics but I was doing a lot of volunteering for the election didn't get to watch Raw or Smackdown until today after work I crammed five hours of programming into two and a half hours Um, sounds fun I didn't get a chance to watch NXT okay so, if anybody can fill me in on what happened on NXT last week. It was just more or less Dusty Rhodes uh, tournament, you know, just consolidating that a little further. Yeah, so um, what it did was half of the show was at full sale, and then they showed half from, from a live event. Huh. Yeah, so... What, what happened at the li- What was shown from the show, live event? The show opened with TM61 against Austin Aries and Roderick Strong, but, you know, Aries has this eye. Was this airing live or it was taped at a live it event? It was taped at a live okay. event in, in California. So, so we, know, we know Austin Aries can't wrestle. So, Regal, so what Regal did was saying, saying Austin Aries, you, you're supposed to be cleared next week. So, I'm going to have Roderick Strong face one of the members of TM61. So, Shane Thorne wins. Because Austin Aries was supposed to be out for the rest of the year, yeah. and then um, DIY was supposed to go against the Revival. Um, what the hell, Scott Dawson? He he said he's injured. Has everything? His whole leg's broken. That was the best thing they ever did. I, I, I love those guys. 
That's the best thing so they ever good. did and ever said. I give them crap, but that's the best thing they ever did. Yeah, they've grown on me. He though. said ACL, MCL, PCL, meniscus. Anything yeah. bar the leg, it was broken. Top guys. Top guys. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, like, I was so invested in that. Was it a work? It's a work. It was a work. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> like you. I was gonna say because I always thought I always thought their in ring work was good, and I was like they're great as a heel. And you guys have always hated them. I and I was like they, that was great. They're horrible. I love them, dude. At what? At what? Like, at what? Look, 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 at what? Look. What are they bad at? Look. When it what are they pro- bad at? Look, this is what I'm saying. When it comes to because you think this is good because he's out of shape. No, I don't. <laughs> What do you mean? I'm trying to be, because their in-ring work is phenomenal. They look good. They're mean. They what? have a belt clap. Miss does nothing. Best friend. Hi. Okay. This profession. <laughs> this profession wrestling. If you're under the WWE umbrella, it's sports entertainment. Yeah. So you have to. Everybody is a good wrestler. Everybody is. Most no, everybody is a good true. hand. Yes. The the Miz, your four-time Intercontinental Champion, your former <laughs> man, five. your f- four or five-time former Intercontinental Champion, who's been cutting the best promos all year long, entertaining you, but you want to spite him. He's been excellent. I hated the him. The revival have been horrible, except for the last two to three months. No, when you true. see him on TV, not true. They not re- at, not at, a, not so at an entertainment value, they have they gotten better. Yes, they got under your skin because they're good heels. They're good heels. Oh, I, I wish. I wish I never heard I, that before. That like? I wish I never that heard that before. Uh, they get under your skin. They're such they're good heels. You hate no, see, them. I give them credit. I've said they have gotten better. Have they grown on me? They're yes. such good heels. He hates them. <laughs> have they gotten better? Yes. And have they grown, grown on me? Yes. I've given credit what credit is due. But for most of the year, they've been horrible. They've been, of course, they're going to render their good hair. Interesting. So most of the year, they've been horrible. But Miz has been horrible his whole career, except this year. Interesting. <laughs> Josh, Eric, you're, you're slurping over there, buddy. Okay. Anyway, on a on a professional level, and, and, and have class, unlike my best friend, because my <laughs> my best friend is is ridiculous at times. He's very asinine. So, please give your view on the Miz for me. On a truth. This. <laughs> Miz's run since he's been Intercontinental Champion on SmackDown has been great. This is his best run since he was working with The Rock. So, okay. Josh. So, I want your overall, because good friend of the show, Joe Lafferty, uh, on his unsanctioned episode, he gave his day one opinion on, on The Miz. So, you, um, you had a little hiatus from um, being a fan. What is your overall opinion on The Miz? Day one from the first time you've seen him in a ring till now. I didn't like The Miz till now. Okay. At Define all. now. I'm so in what, the same like, boat. So what, when the draft happened? Yes. So you liked him since the draft happened? Mm-hmm. All right. So a little bit of differences. I've been hearing ever since his wife, I'll just put it that way, ever since his wife's been involved and he's had this better of a heel run, I've given him credit that he's had a what good credit? run. Time out. You have every coin. What credit? Rewind and listen to any episode. I said this is his best work. However, I've said since day one, I don't like him. His in-ring work is trash. 2010 to now. I started rewatching this stuff in like December 2010, and I always thought his in-ring work was bad. So I got guilted into being the person that, you know, I didn't like him then. I still don't like him now. Is he doing some good heel stuff? Yes, but don't 
spit in my face and say he's a good Intercontinental Champion. He's a half-decent heel. <laughs> I started to... I always hated The Miz. Sometime around when he started working with AJ and Jericho, when that whole thing started, I guess, after WrestleMania. When his teeth fell out. Yeah, I started to, I started to really appreciate him because he did a lot to get AJ over. Like, he really did a lot for AJ. He really was a big part of that feud between AJ and Jericho. Then he became the Intercontinental Champion. Then Maurice came back. Then it was like, okay, this guy legitimately, one of the few guys that legitimately will annoy the crap out of you. He, you legitimately can't stand him. The crowd is legitimately rooting against him. To me, there are very few people that actually can generate that reaction. He happens to be one of those handful of guys. The promo with Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack was incredible. His promos on Dolph Ziggler leading up to the, his career versus title match were incredible. Uh, is he? He's not Sami Zayn in the ring. He's not uh, Finn Balor in the ring. But he's good enough. He can tell a story in the ring. His matches will tell a story. So he's good enough. He doesn't. You he's don't not Primo be. and Epico in the ring. I, I've never watched one of their matches. I fast forward every time, so I couldn't tell you. Cool, but he, those guys have been he, wrestling since they were like twelve. Uh, all right, um, they're so good. <laughs> he's not Jerry Lawler in the ring. Um, no offense, Sam. You know what? He should have had that ladder match against Michael Cole because that's how good his <laughs> in-ring work is. He's he's decent enough in the ring. He can get the job done because you know why? He has a match on the match of the year board. The, fa- the Fatal Ford for the Intercontinental title was an excellent match, one of the best matches of the year. You just don't like the match. Just, 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 that's not the match. match of the year. I thought his match with Ziggler... His matches with Ziggler were great. His he match ma- with Ziggler on SmackDown was probably, arguably... One of the top three uh, non-pay-per-view matches of the year. Even even our friend of the show, Joe Lapp, who, hate, who hates everything. <laughs> Wait, when match of the year comes, we got to make that a thing. And we're going to go back. Who, Joe Lapp, who that, hates no. everything, gave him his credit. I just gave him So that. many good, good matches. matches. WWE-wise? Yo, yeah. See that? Here's for me. Now... I'm very big on the idea that wrestling is about more than the physical action that's happening. Like, for me, a lot of it is about what it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. I've been very anti Ziggler the whole time we've done this show. Not anything personal against him. He's used horribly. It's not. He's used horribly. His character's always boring. Like I just said, the whole character's, oh, I tried real hard. Oh, I got so close. That's boring. It's not entertaining. He should be a heel. He's perfect in that role. He's a great worker. His matches are always good, but I'm not invested in him because he's boring. That match where they had that they had on SmackDown, I don't remember what the stipulation was, but I was found myself actually rooting for him and disappointed when he lost. Like that's how much they sucked me into it. And it's very rare that a match I don't really want to watch actually hooks me. And that one did, from based on what those two guys did. Was that the one that was in Cleveland or no? Um, Are you sure you're not thinking about the pay per view? No, no this was on SmackDown because I wrote about it. Like that was, was the whole Cleveland. thing. Was like for the first time. No, it wasn't in Cleveland because that was a promo. That's right. That was leading into yeah. the the retirement yeah. match. Um, so yeah, there there might be matches you find that like technically were better, but for me personally, 
that match did what wrestling is supposed to do, which it, it like made me believe in it, which does not happen often, for me anyway. Um, well, back to the task at hand, NXT. <laughs> so. Um, oh, there was more that happened. Yeah, it's more happy. Yeah. Um, the revival, great. <laughs> The biggest takeaway. Top guys out. <laughs> Top guys. I get Top credit tag credit team. I, I Since when? You'll see it. I always do. Oh, I'm sorry, best friend. I always mm-hmm. do. They, they had about two best friends for five years. Match of the year I, I agree. I agree. I, I give credit too. I always do. That's that. That's my gimmick. So I make sure I remind you that. This is <laughs> fucking gimmick. That's my gimmick. What? Give credit, credit where credit's credit due. I am not biased. I'll call it how I see it. Um, I, I think for the most part you do. Thank you. Uh, and you do you do say that a lot that you give credit where credit's due, which means you are saying something that you wouldn't normally say. Yes. So I can't take that away from you. Thank you, Ron. Yeah, you're welcome. Vintage Pash. Okay. <laughs> Michael Cole. Okay. So what? Um. Rich Swan and No Way Jose, they they, they lost to um, the Authors of Pain mm-hmm. in, at that live show in California, which is a really good match. Good. It was a really good match. It was fun with the Authors of Pain go over. And then Sanity Sanity defeats. Who did Sanity defeat? Josh? It was a favorite, too, that I thought was going to win. Really? Yeah. So we had an upset already? That wasn't an upset, per se. You knew they were going to take the loss, too. We said that last week on the show. Um, oh, was it Koda? Kokoda, Bushi, and TJ. Oh, uh, okay. TJ, yeah. I got you. Um, what was the Roderick Strong match? Against Shane Thorne. And Shane Thorne won. Okay. So so TM61 advances in the Dusty Road Tag Team Classic. So Roderick Strong came in with a bang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, here he goes. The hate's real. I don't hate oh, him. No. He's You're treating him like Entry Miss. I like this. I like that he's not in a tag team. He needs to be by himself. Who? Thornton or Roderick Strong? No, Roderick Strong. Shane Thorne needs whatever Nick Miller, whatever his name is now. But you think it's good that Roderick Strong lost? Yeah, it's fine. He got rolled up. <laughs> it made sense though, but it wasn't. My thing with Roderick Strong is that he's like just a guy. There's like nothing special about him. Oh man, you're missing a lot. He's so good. <laughs> he's a good wrestler, but have you like, watched him PWG? No. I've just seen him in he Ring of Honor. He cuts like such good promos. So why don't they let him do that in Ring of Honor? <clears throat> because Ring of Honor's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> so is Jay Lethal the only one that they set loose on Ring of Honor? Yeah, that's why Jay Lethal needs to get signed yesterday. Will it ever happen? Last no. month. No. Because of him or because of WWE? Because WWE won't sign him. Really? You think? I think so. Um, I'm surprised by that. Because they, they they could theoretically see his body of work and be like, wow, we could do so much with this guy. I hope he doesn't get signed because they won't do anything they should do with him. But And I think he's he good in the spot signed. where he's at. Um, if he gets signed, like it'll be later on and he'll be like player coach role or something. So you think it'll be a while before he gets signed? Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on NXT before we get to the last two rounds of the bracket? Please get better. <laughs> In due time. Should be good today. Yeah. Due yeah. time. Michael Hayden Bottoms down there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dropping the real name. <laughs> All right. Number one overall seed, Trish Stratus against Josh's pick for the best heel in WWE right now, Charlotte. I'll let Josh take it first. Who do you got? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
You're killing me here. <laughs> you know what? I love everything Charlotte's doing, but Trish led the first women's revolution, so her and Lita deserve to be there. Let's go for Trish. Trish. Heck, is that who you're going with? You already know. <laughs> All right. AJ Lee or Victoria? Halo. Victoria. Eck? AJ. <laughs> AJ. What? I love AJ. Wow. Yo, I never knew you hated her so much. I don't hate her. I just don't put her over Victoria. I wanted you to just say, I wanted you to say, I don't hate her. I just hate you. That would have been better at this point. I think that's how you guys feel. Mickey James uh-huh. not done. Don't worry. And <laughs> you still got Gail Kim over here kicking ass. Yeah. All right, we have Batman to Trish Stratus's Joker, Lita, against Charlotte's the boss, Sasha Banks. Lita. 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 Ouch. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that was warranted, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. All right, China against Gail Kim. Gail Kim. China. China. That one would have hurt me even more. <laughs> All right, that hurt you more? Yeah, because China deserves it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were about to, I was about to say, you want to go, Kim? I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. No, Stop that would hurt me more if China didn't get through. No um, offense, Gail. I'm just saying, over China. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Trish Stratus and AJ Lee. I'll let Josh go first. I think I already know the way the other two are going. Trish Stratus. All right. Alo. Trish. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there was only one non-male that I cheesed so hard for at the Hall of Fame speech, and it was Trish. <laughs> All right, the other side. Lita against China. Heck to fly. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with Lita. 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 Is that who you would have gone with, Josh? Yeah. Lita? I felt bad, though. Yeah, me too. But I felt bad, though. I honestly feel like that brings us to where we belonged right here. We have Trish and Lita. You know, in the in the Dark Knight, we had the Joker telling Batman, you know, you won't kill me out of some misguided sense of self righteousness. I won't kill you because you're just too much fun. We're destined to battle each other forever. That's what Trish and Lita are. So, Josh, you're the special guest tonight. I'm gonna let you pick Trish or Lita. Lita it is. Lita, Alo, or I'm sorry, I'll go with Eck because I already know who we picked. Who do you got? <laughs> I'm picking Trish. Alo, which way do you go? Team Extreme or Trish Stratus? <laughs> Team on, Extreme man. or Stratus Action? Remember when you used to go like this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Best friend. We'll follow the Lita. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Lita, the uh, first ever Matt Madness Women's yes. Champion. <laughs> we have any listener questions? Real quick, we'll get out of here. We had a question from Donovan, a lowdown lawyer, no relation. Okay. Uh, he, wants, he wants to know, do you think we'll get a club link up or some sort of wire link up between Braun and Bray at Survivor Series? I do. I don't see any way around it. It makes sense to do it. Uh, so I think yes. Yeah, I, I, I think I think we'll see some sort of Wyatt family thing, especially with Orton in there too. That'd be a, that'd be interesting to see with Orton getting involved with Strowman mm-hmm. and you know, Harper. Because even you can even tell Harper kind of doesn't really trust Randy at this point. Yeah, because he kind of looks at him awkwardly. Yeah, agreed. You think that we get the the Wyatt, the former Wyatt family member, 
interacting with the current Wyatt family? I do because I think this match needs to be heavily gimmicked to keep a lot of people strong. Right. So like we said with the Shield thing, we'll see the same thing with the Wyatts. I completely agree with that. What else we got? Anything else? That's it for tonight. All right. So that's our listener questions for the evening. That is our show for tonight. Uh, for well, actually, before I say this, SummerSlam 2001, SummerSlam, Sub- SummerSlam. Survivor Series 2001, Throwback Madness will be available on Monday. We'll lead you into Survivor Series weekend. Alo, you had something you wanted to say? Yeah, tell your friends to get with our friends. We be friends with us every Wednesday night. Matt Madness on Facebook, Matt Madness, Matt underscore podcast on Instagram, and Matt Madness Pod on Twitter. All right. Oh, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, iTunes reviews. All right, so that is our show for tonight. The Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast, the MVP, the most valuable podcast, the best podcast in the wrestling podcast community. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd. For Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. Relieving himself. <laughs> for special guest, Josh Iguina. Okay, it's been a while since I asked. I wanted to make sure I said it right. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. This is Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Chuck is missing man, it ain't shake the land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome well. What I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.